Hi, welcome to Chart Bites. Chart Bites are snippets where we highlight a specific Indian music industry trend or topic. If you like what you hear, you can listen to more such discussions and the songs that spark them on the Indian Music Charts podcast right here on Spotify. A new Chart Bites episode drops every Thursday. Let's get into this week's topic. Now, Emmy Bantai, of course, you know, is one of the biggest rappers in the country. But here's the thing: Emmy Bantai is primarily, I think, a video star. You know, yeah, he built like, himself on YouTube, right? He he built himself on YouTube, and he once in a while manages to have audio streaming hits. So, for example, his biggest audio streaming hit, which was in fact one of the biggest hits of that particular year, was Machayenge, and it really took off. Um, yeah, and. company is again if you listen to it and the uh, sort of instrumentation it is very similar vibe to it's almost like macha machayenge like part 500 because i think he's already yeah, released they were like, machayenge yeah, to yeah, after three yeah. four like i i don't know how oh, many there were three four also I, i lost track i definitely was there definitely was three oh, i was actually least, fully tuned when he was having that feud with raftar and then i kind of lost track so anyway this this track is like another version of machayenge except that the lyrics are very different and the lyrics are actually mm. much more substantial this time around mm. uh, you know but he is like i said very much a youtube phenomenon you know he has an um, i think he has out of all the independent acts in the country he probably has the highest uh, subscriber base on youtube which is pretty incredible now he works very hard at this he releases a new video almost every month i think he just released a video this new video slash single this weekend uh, but like company has you know taken off and mm. it's doing pretty well like because most of his songs even though you know because he has a hardcore fan following What I've noticed is most of his videos will like debut in the top 100 of the YouTube chart, and then they'll fall out like the following week or maybe stay stick around for a couple of weeks. This song is is like a hit. It's like an actual hit because it's actually right now in the top five. And the only other songs that are in the top five of the uh, you know YouTube top video chart currently are the couple of hits from Pathan and uh, so it's in the top four. And the only other songs mm. in the top four are you know the two hits from Pathan. and uh man mere jaan so you know this has really taken off in a big way you know but it's interesting how different uh acts uh hmm. have a different strategy right uh, yeah i mean obviously like the the industry and when i mean the industry i think uh, to a large extent obviously labels also have taken on a lot of experiments over the period of time mm-hmm. right like audio video simultaneous release is generally considered like the best practice right mm-hmm. uh but i also know that You know, there have been several audio-only releases, and like for many reasons, right? It could also be because, like, hey, you want to see whether the track does well, and then maybe you will release a video mm. later if it makes sense, right? You're uh, waiting to gather some data. Uh, I also actually remember the first time we, as an industry, had a deferred release was, uh, I think it was Arjun Kanango's Fursat, where the audio came out two weeks before. And the video came out obviously like two weeks after, and it was a big thing because like I was on the streaming side then, and like mm-hmm. everyone was telling Sony that this is like not a good idea. Like mm-hmm. do it together because you know that's sort of what always works. Mm-hmm. Now, like in that particular instance, whether it worked out for the label or not, mm-hmm. like I'm not really sure because like I don't have the data, but I know mm-hmm. the video did really well when it came out. 
But in general, right, I think this is a question that artists ask a lot, like, what is the best way to release, right? And I know at like conferences, usually it's like, you know, uh, it's very diplomatic. There is no one answer, you know, it's what's right for you. But I have a different point of view. There is a right answer. Okay. And the right answer depends on a what stage of your career you're in and what your goal is, right? So if say you're an upcoming artist, usually your goal would be I want to reach as many people as possible because I want people to know that I am XYZ, I make music. So what you want is a large audience. So you want a lot of top of funnel. So you want as many touch points as possible. So if you're in that stage, please do audio and video together. Because YouTube is so big in India, people might miss you out on Spotify, maybe they'll catch you on YouTube, right? Uh, also, don't do audio exclusives, which I think most people are not doing anymore, because again, this is coming down to you on every touch point possible for people to find you, right? But let's say you are an artist who has, you know, built themselves up, or maybe you're, you're a niche community, right? And you know, they're really loyal. So then your goal is very different, right? Then your goal is I want them to engage with me. And engagement then starts taking a different sort of like uh, outcome, which at bare minimum could be like, I want my song to be added to a playlist. At the higher end, it's I want them to buy a ticket to an event or I want them to buy merchandise. In which case there, I think you can, you know, play with, you know, doing audio first and video later because um, then you're also incentivizing giving value over a longer period of time which again if you say look at divine's release more recently right and which is i think now becoming sort of the standard for like an album release is you'll have one video that comes out sort of with the album and they'll they'll have plans saying that listen we'll budget for two or three more videos but we're going to see what does well on streaming and then sort of decide where we're shooting those videos so that is what I would like largely advise artists who are thinking about what is the best release strategy. So for me, I think it really depends on what kind of artist you are because, mm. you know, videos are expensive. And so if I look at essentially how it has been working, videos are extremely important for two kinds of artists. One is if you are in a commercial pop artist, you know, your non-film or however you describe it, like an Arjun Kanungu, you know, sort of mm. very much in, into that space. And for hip-hop, because hip-hop is a genre that is sort of, you know, built its fan base on YouTube. So if you're that kind of artist, on the other hand, if you're an independent, like a like a hardcore independent artist who mm. is not on a label and probably doesn't have money, you know, to make a video, mm. and you may not want to invest that many lakhs uh, of rupees into yeah. making a video... You can still build a successful following, uh, you know, just by having an audio-only release. And you know who loves audio-only releases? Platforms oh. like Spotify. Because <laughs> they are an audio-first platform and they are sort of, you know, they, they shout this from the rooftops that, you know, you can be accessible, a successful yeah. artist just primarily on audio. Yes, I hear uh, your point, you know, on like the budgetary constraint. Mm -hmm. And like to that, you know, I would counter it saying that it's about getting the touch point. Okay. So you don't mm -hmm. need a full-fledged video where so, let's say you have a story. Mm -hmm. uh, lyric videos are a great way to have presence on YouTube, right? Uh, even like, you know, some of the, let's say a lot of these visualization videos, which also do yeah, really well, yeah. which is, you know. Definitely the yeah, video track on exactly. YouTube. You know, don't not put it out because you don't have a video. Just put it out there with just like some nice cover art and like, you know, you can have a static image or like you said, do an illustrated video, which again costs money. But here's the thing. Today, you have several other touch points and several other visual touch points, right? For instance, mm. short format video. 
wherein yeah. you know uh, people doing trends and another point uh, to sort of you know take into consideration okay again it's it's not a fair comparison but like for instance beyonce an artist who is known for her sort of visual aesthetic and identity mm-hmm. did not release any videos from renaissance right she put yeah. up like these little lyrical videos and things like that and yeah, but you know she goes that. into the other category of artists who have such a loyal following mm. they don't need awareness at this stage no you know? it's not an awareness thing i think it's just that okay so how much would have you know sort of like a video maybe propelled her song to you know, spend a few more weeks on the charts we don't know right because mm-hmm. uh you know but so i i would say that definitely like if you are like um that's been my general observation that you know you don't need a video if you are a certain because where is your audience if you are like a hardcore indie act maybe a rock act or a singer songwriter you know your audience may not necessarily be going to youtube to hear you they're coming to streaming and uh, i mean audio streaming and in that sense you know you can have a perfectly successful career and you know make a video and then a video might just become like a special treat or it can be like a you know almost yeah i, I don't know like a like a marker of mm. success like somebody no, like a I like the Kuhar. added layer of thinking about the genre and like i think more from stage of career you're thinking more from genre and like i think mm. sort of when you layer those two together i mm. think is where someone will find the right answer 